Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting the stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go and make themselves a priority. So if you are a regular listener to One of a Kind You, welcome back. I'm so excited that you're tuning in for another episode. If you are new, I'm equally excited to have you here as well. And thank you so much for taking a chance and seeing what this podcast has to offer. So the way this podcast works is I share a journal entry of mine from about seven years ago, and I reflect on what I know now as a certified life coach an energy worker and what I wish I had known then. So this journal entry is from July 5th, 2016, which ironically was my birthday. And I write, the past two weeks have been a little rough because Pete has been doing CrossFit three to four times a week while I have had very little time to myself. He doesn't understand it all, mostly because he doesn't walk in my shoes, but also because he gets to function like a normal adult, go to work, have time to himself, even if it is just closing his office door, and he gets to leave the house and come home. For the most part, he has a separation of work and home. To be fair, most people wouldn't understand because they don't know what it is like to be a stay-at-home mom. Ultimately, it is bothering me that Pete has been doing CrossFit so much because he never thinks to ask about my needs. In a sense, I feel like I'm being taken for granted and he just assumes I'm always available. It's a double-edged sword. I say something and he becomes defensive. I don't and I become upset. So this was an ongoing struggle. I, not just uh, in my marriage, but it just with life in general. I didn't often speak up and express to people how I was feeling because um, I didn't want the argument. I was often told I was wrong or I was mistaken or, you know, somehow it would be turned to be flipped around and make me the problem. And then I would feel upset and become defensive and lash out and it would just erupt into this big, huge argument. And that went all the way back to childhood. So growing up, um, you know, I would try to express myself and I was told that I was talking back or being rude or being disrespectful or, um, you know, I would say how I was feeling and I was told, you know, I was being too much. I was being extra. It was over the top. It wasn't necessary. And that continued into um, the relationship with my high school boyfriend. I was always told that I was the problem and, and whatever I would say or do it would always be twisted back against me. And then even as an, I was even as an adult, when I would say something to um, my parents, I was told like I needed to get over myself, you know, who was I? things like that. And then, you know, when I would say something to Pete, he would also become defensive and probably because he felt like I was lashing out at him and attacking him. But what I was really trying to do was just communicate how I was feeling. And he wasn't in a place, I wasn't in a place where I was, I think, communicating it. I was probably coming across as a lot of blame because um, I would say, you know, things like, it's not fair. You don't think of me. You only think of yourself instead of relying more on I statements. So... I just would keep things bottled up until they would literally come exploding out. And then it was like this valve that had been opened on high and it, and I, it, the, the switch broke. So there was no turning it off and it would just come spewing out and it would be venomous. It would be mean. It would be hateful. It would be spiteful. And then of course that would make Pete shut down even more. And so I didn't really have this um, healthy balance of being able to express 
what I needed. Part of it was I didn't really know what I needed, or maybe I did, but I was too afraid to say that I did for being told that it wasn't necessary. Um, but really, at, at the end of the day, I just wanted to avoid conflict at all costs. Um, and that was also a defense mechanism from when I was little. Um, I grew up with parents who divorced when I was very young and they fought a lot. And then my mom and my stepdad fought a lot. And so um, conflict just, I don't like it. I still don't like it to this day. So um, I will do what I can to minimize the conflict. But now it's from a healthier place because I recognize what I can control and what I can influence. And so it's so when I there is conflict, I have a healthier approach in that I come from a place of here, this is where I can help, this is what I have to say, um, but I can't control what you think, I can't control what you feel, I can't even control what you're gonna say, but I can be open to listening, and then I can share my feedback based on what you've said. And part of that is like, now I, I take a breath, and I pause, where before I would just rattle off incessantly with no pause because it was just like a volcano erupting and there was no stopping it that just came and came and came and came until I was exhausted. Then I would go and I'd fall asleep or I'd lock myself away and pout and then write a letter to to Pete, for instance, you know, to finish communicating what I hadn't already said, even though I had already said a lot. And so what I realized is that as I started doing inner child work, and I started going for regular energy healing sessions uh, with having Reiki done, um, I realized that I was repressing all of this old, stale energy in my body from all of these past experiences, and it was still there, and it was blocking the new, healthier, positive energy that I wanted so, you know, that I was working so hard to create and manifest because um, all that new serving energy was blocked from the old stale energy. And so um, I don't know if you can relate to, to being like I used to be where you suppress yourself, you don't say what you wanna say, you don't say what's on your mind, and when you do it's because it's just bottled up and the cork has popped and then it just is this relentless venom that you know is just gushing out of you and then afterwards you're like oh i shouldn't have said that or i could have said it like this or i should have said it like that and so a lot of that has to do with your throat chakra being out of balance and it could be other chakras too like your root chakra for the feeling of being physically and emotionally safe so that could be playing into it um, you know, your sacral chakra is your gut that's trusting yourself, suppressing that. So all of the chakras, they work in isolation, but they also work in conjunction with each other. And so if you're really having a very difficult time expressing yourself, the, the biggest thing to do is start to start working with your throat chakra and to get the most bang for your buck. It's, it's getting energy work done because I can do Reiki or I can do integrative energy therapy to help, which is work, Reiki, it's basically hands-on healing, but it's using angel energy versus um, like universal energy. And so what it does is it helps to move out that energy to make room for the energy that you're bringing in, the balanced chakra energy. And so um, if that's something that interests you, I offer uh, distance sessions via Zoom, um, and then I can put the link in the show notes if you wanna schedule a call to just chat more about it. 
Um, but to start, the things that you can do now to start balancing your throat chakra are using crystals. So um, turquoise or chrysocala are really great crystals for the throat chakra. They're just for a general balance, but you can also use um, blue topaz. Really any chakra that's blue is going to be great for any chakra. Any crystal that's blue is going to be great for your throat chakra because the throat chakra is blue. So um, you can wear blue clothes. You can eat blue foods such as blueberries. Um, herbal tea is really great because that's actually soothes the throat, like your actual throat that you use on a day-to-day -day basis when you eat and you talk. Um, so honey is very good, or herbal tea is very good, but also honey too, because that's also really good for a sore throat or a, a raw throat. Um, and then just using those, like carrying, so the crystals are really great if you have them in a necklace because it's close to your throat chakra, but if not, just carrying them in your pocket is good. You can put them in your bra, that works too. Um, or hold them during meditation so there are a lot of ways that you can or incorporate the crystals into your day-to-day. -day. Um, and if you're new to crystals and you want to learn more about them, I also have a crystal workshop that I'm offering on March 26th. So I'll also put the link to that in the show notes. Um, but the other thing too is just really starting small with using your voice. So um, the way that I did it was I just, I love to sing. Um, and I would sing in the car by myself so no one could hear me. Um, but that felt empowering. So I would put my favorite song on and I would just jam out, jam out. And, um, and that was, that was very freeing, um, because singing is very vulnerable. Um, but the other thing I did was I started using the, um, the tone and for the throat chakra. And so that helps to just humming and I will do um, a podcast episode uh, with all of the tones for the chakras so you can use those in the morning uh, before you start your day. Just go through them with one rotation. So stay tuned for that. Um, so those are just a couple ways that you can start tapping into balancing your throat chakra if you feel as though it's out of balance. Um, just something to start small and you can even wear blue clothes, like wear a blue shirt. I loved using nail polish as a way to, um, tap into the color of the chakra that I want to work on, um, because I love getting my nails done. So that feels amazing to me. Um, that's how I recharge my batteries is getting nails done. Manny's and petties. That's, that's my, that's my, that's refills my cup. Um, and so I would often get blue nail polish. Um, you could wear blue jewelry, whatever you feel called to do that's the color blue that's going to make you feel empowered and uplifted is also a great way to tap into helping to work with the throat chakra energy and balancing it. So if you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend, the more the merrier. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. I take the time to read all the reviews to ensure that this podcast continues to be a place of support and guidance and really a one-stop shop for a resource because let's face it, us ladies, we have to stick together. So thanks so much for tuning into another episode of One of Behind You, and I will see you next week.